friend A.A. Ryan, and it is 6.48 in the morning. The sun is barely shining. I'm tempted to start rhyming, but I'll refrain (laughs) because my bars run very short. Oh, man, man, man. Shout out to all y'all who can actually spit bars. My bars are pretty slow and all over the place. Anyway, hope y'all slept well. Hope y'all slept well. Yeah, September 25th, once again, 6.49 in the morning now. And uh, yeah, this month is almost over. Let me turn this music down. I just want to shout out the background beats today are offered by real lewis oh eight nine real uh with a music note you can look them up on youtube that's r-e-a-l-l-u-i-s zero eight nine it's the one hour old school hip-hop uh instrumental mix pretty cool stuff I like the simplicity of old school beats. They're like these new beats got all kinds of fillers and I don't know, all kinds of different new sounds. But there's something about just the looping of the same basic that that basic beat. I don't know. Anyway. Sorry for y'all that don't like beats. That's why I try to like go back and forth, you know. Eventually I'm gonna have some I really want to make my own instrumental background music at some point, but yeah, that requires time. So one of these days I'll get a, get myself a little MIDI player and a MacBook, a new MacBook. Oh man, I miss my old MacBook. Anyway, see, I'm just talking about random stuff for the first. And I said, I want to get started by seven o'clock. I'll need to get working by seven. We'll see how that goes. 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 All right. Before we get into 2 Samuel chapter 2, let's read. Today is the 25th, so we're going to read Psalm 25. What you got to say, David? This is a Psalm of David. We're going to read the. We're going to read. We're going to just read verses. Uh, verse 12. Who is the person who fears the Lord? He will show him the way he should choose. He will live a good life and his descendants will inherit the land. I'm going to reverse that. I'm going to pray that over everybody listening. Who are the people who fear the Lord? The Lord will show us the way we should choose. We will live not just a good life, a great life. And our descendants will inherit the land, the lands that God has predestined for us to inherit here on earth and also the eternal land and the new uh, Jerusalem, the new millennial kingdom to come. I'm ad libbing on just don't don't throw stones at me or call me blasphemous. I like to ad lib and insert. Uh, some words that expound on what the word is already saying and also uh, just pray, yeah, personalize it. The secret counsel of the Lord is for us 
because we fear him. And he reveals his covenant covenant to us. Our eyes are always on the Lord, for he will pull our feet out of every single net. He has already pulled our feet out of every net. If you're in a if you're in a net right now, just trust that he has already gone before you and pulled you out of that net. I don't know your personal situation, but God does. Turn to us, Lord, and be gracious to us, for we are alone and afflicted. Yes, Lord, I know me personally. At times I feel alone and afflicted in many areas, God. Distresses, the distresses of our hearts increase. I don't know about the people listening, but I'm thankful for that. It could be a whole lot worse, Lord. And I have a roof over my head. I got clothes. I have a car that has heat. There's some I have food to eat. Yeah, there's so many, a bed to lay in. There's so many things to be thankful for. So I just thank you for that. At the same, also, I'm not going to put a but. The one thing I desire, one of the biggest things I desire is, uh, is, is somebody to do this, to do this, do this, do this thing with helpmate all right <laughs> in due time in due time because uh i want all the benefits of a helpmate lord you already know but i don't want any of the headaches and it don't work out it don't work that way it don't work that way so prepare prepare our hearts those, those of us waiting all right can what else what else what else you got here yeah consider our affliction lord Yes, the distresses, the distresses of our hearts increase. Bring us out of our sufferings, all of our sufferings, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for already bringing us out of all of our sufferings. Consider our afflictions and our troubles and forgive us of all of our sins. Consider our enemies, for they are numerous and they hate us violently. Yes, especially the, Satan and his third of all the angels that fail. They don't like us. They're like the Philistines. Guard us and rescue us. Do not let us be put to shame. Shoot, some of us, the enemies are in our own household, just like David and and Saul and his kids we're about to see here. Guard us and rescue us. Do not let us be put to shame, for we will take refuge in you. May integrity and what is right watch over us, for we will continue to wait for you. God, redeem Israel, redeem us, redeem your church from all its distresses. Lord, thank you for this word. Praise God to Second Samuel chapter one, that it would speak to our hearts, transform our minds, and continue to grow us in the areas that you want us to continue to grow and prune us. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So in Second Samuel chapter one, we ba- it picks up right off where First Samuel chapter thirty-one did, and we hear more about. Man, something's going on in my eye. Lord, help me. Whatever this is, it's annoying. Ah. Ah. My bad, y'all. Drop the phone. Something's in my eye.
I have no clue. I need somebody to blow my eye like they used to do in school. <sighs> All right, yeah, you have that that pretty uh, teacher assistant that worked at the school. <laughs> oh man, every school had that pretty teacher assistant, educational assistant. And yeah, you'd be like, hey, I got something in my eye, Mrs. Whatever. I don't even remember any of their names. And they come over, don't worry, sweetie, I'll blow it out. <laughs> and they come and go. Anyway, see, I get on random 10. All right, so first Samuel chapter 31, Saul died. He killed himself, committed suicide. And yeah, his sons died as well. And then, yeah, in 2 Samuel chapter 1, we learn about David. He defeated the Amalekites, which was one of them tribes of uh, Philistines, I believe. And then he went to Ziklag. And as this dude, this random dude comes up. And it's like claiming that he uh, would dust all over him and torn clothes, acting like he's all distressed and escaped from the Israelite camp. He basically tries to say that he killed Saul. He was lying because Saul committed suicide. And then, uh, anyway, the guy gets exposed and David commands his servants to kill this man who was lying. And then we read about, yeah, David laments or yeah, does this whole lament or writes a whole song, poem about Saul and his love for Saul. And, and also, most of all, his uh, love for his good friend, Joshua. I think that's a pretty decent recap. Man, that sleepy vibe just hit me. I just wanna I just wanna go right back open that. Go right back go right back inside and just get under the covers. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Alright, anyway. Alright, let's go. Uh, let's keep going. Alright, uh where was I? So alright, we're in second second Samuel chapter two. David King of Judah. So much for starting at seven A A Ron. Looking like it's gonna be more like seven ten, seven fifteen. Sometime later David inquired of the Lord Should I go to one of the towns of Judah? The Lord answered him, Go. Yeah, this says David, king of Judah. That's the title of this, the heading. The Lord answered him, go. Then David asked, where should I go? To Hebron. The Lord replied. Every time I see Hebron, I think of LeBron. LeBron James. If I have another son, I should name him Hebron. I don't even know what that means, Hebron. All right, so David went there with his two wives an Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, 
Yeah, I remember fine and intelligent Abigail. That's how she was described. But here, yeah, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite. And that, anyway, I just keep going. I was going to say it's interesting that every time they mention her name, she is, they had mentioned her, uh, that she's the widow of Nabal. That she's been married twice. In addition, David brought the men who were with him, each one with his family, and they settled in the towns near Hebron. Then the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David king, David king over the house of Judah. They told David, it was the men of Jabesh Gilead who buried Saul. They anointed David king over the house of Judah. David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead. And real quick, real quick, for those of y'all who forgot who Judah is, go back and read Genesis 38. It still blows my mind that David would be the king, anointed king of Judah. And Jesus is referred to the lion of Judah. As jacked up as Judah was. David sent messengers to the men. Why does it say AC? I shouldn't say AC. My bad, y'all. David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead and said to them, The Lord bless you, because you have shown this kindness to Saul, your Lord, when you buried him. Now may the Lord show kindness and faithfulness to you. And I will also show the same goodness to you, because you have done this deed. Therefore, be strong and valiant for those... Saul, your Lord is dead. The house of Judah has anointed me king over them. Abner, son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, took Saul's son Ishbosheth or Ishbal, Ishbel. And moved him to the Mahanaim. He made him king over Gilead, Asher, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, over all Israel. Saul's son Ishbosheth was 40 years old when he became king over Israel. It goes at 40. He reigned for 42 years. The house of Judah, however, followed David. The length of time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Verse 12. Abner, son of Ner, and soldiers of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, marched out from Mahinam to Gibeon. So Joab, son of Zariah, and David's soldiers marched out and met met them by the pool of Gibeon. The two groups took up positions on opposite sides of the pool. Then Abner said to Joab, let's have the young men get up and complete, compete in front of us. Let them get up, Joab replied. So they got up 
and were counted off. Twelve for Benjamin and Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and twelve from David's soldiers. Mm, twelve. Then each man grabbed his opponent by the head and thrust his sword into his opponent's side so that they all died together. So this place, which is in the in Gibeon, is named Field of Blades. So random. And I don't get what's going on here. Verse 17. The battle that day was extremely fierce, and Abner and the men of Israel were defeated by David's soldiers. The three sons of Zariah were there, Joab, Abishai, and Asahel. Asahel was a fast runner like one of the wild gazelles. He chased Abner and did not turn to the right or the left in his pursuit of him. Abner glanced back and said, Is that you, Asahel? Yes, it is, Asahel replied. Abner said to him, turn to your right or left. Seize one of the young soldiers and take whatever you can get from him. But Asahel would not stop chasing him. Once again, Abner warned Asahel, stop chasing me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How could I ever look your brother Joab in the face? But Asahel refused to turn away, so Abner hit him in the stomach with the butt of his spear. The spear went through his body, and he fell and died right there. As they all came to the place where Asahel had fallen and died, they stopped. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner. By sunset, they had gone as far as the hill of Ama, which is opposite Gia, or Gaia, on the way to the wilderness of Gibeon. The Benjaminites rallied to Abner. They formed a unit and took their stand on top of a hill. Then Abner called out to Joab, Must the sword devour forever? Don't you realize this will only end in bitterness? How long before you tell the troops to stop pursuing their brothers? As God lives, Joab replied, If you have, had not spoken up, the troops wouldn't have stopped pursuing their brothers until morning. Then Joab blew the ram's horn and all the troops stopped. They no longer pursued Israel or continued to fight. So Abner and his men marched through the Arabah all that night. They crossed the Jordan, marched all morning, and arrived at Mahinaim. When Joab had turned back from pursuing Abner, he gathered all the troops. In addition to Asahel, 19 of David's soldiers were missing, but they had killed 360 360 of the Benjaminites and Abner's men. Afterward, they carried Asahel to his father's tomb in Bethlehem and buried him. Then Joab and his men marched all night and reached Hebron at dawn. Selah.
to eat my honey nut Cheerios real quick. All right, here we go. I need my energy. It's like David ate that honey. He was ready to go. He's ready to go, go to work. It's too early for all them sirens, man. Cherry berries on, on it today. All right. I gonna think I live in the hood or something like that. And sirens always going off every time I'm doing an episode. At Hebron, located about 20 miles south of Jerusalem, the men of Judah anointed David king over the house of Judah. But he was not yet king over all of Israel, a fact serving as an early indication of the coming division between the northern territories that would one day become Israel and the southern territories that would be called Judah. Interesting. Here in North America, we had a big old fight between the north and the south. The extent of the division between north and south became evident when Abner, the commander of Saul's army, set up Saul's weak son, Ishbosheth, whose name meant man of shame. Wow. He's living up to his name. As king over all Israel, instead of recognizing David's legitimate rule, Abner, though, was the real power behind the throne. Little Abner. Rebellion against David and against the Lord led to civil war for the two years Ishbosheth reigned over Israel. So I just said civil war. We had the same thing in North America. United States of America before we came to the United States. North and the South. But they were fighting for different reasons. Severely different reasons. But it's wild because it's like brother versus brother fighting family member versus family member. Just as David and Goliath had fought as representatives of their armies to determine the outcome of the battle between the Israelites and the Philistines, Abner suggested a similar contest to Joab, his counterpart as the commander of David's army. When the contest ended in a, ended in a tie, a fierce battle broke out. Challenge. Challenge. Joab would not forget about Joab would not forget what Abner had done to his brother Asahel. He would wait for the right moment to take his revenge. Alright, y'all. Let's hop on this Romans road. Man, these these beats are kind of distracting because they just made me just want to vibe out for the rest of the day. Like <laughs> Oh, man. Just sit and chill and listen to beats. Just some soothing music. Relax. But as y'all know, these bills don't sleep. Gotta keep moving. (laughs) All right, here we go. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path. And falling short of the glory of God. Romans 6 23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our amazing Lord. Romans 5 8 says, But God demonstrated or showed his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, 
While we were still jacked up and rejected him, didn't want to have nothing to do with him, he still chose to die for us, even them Pharisees that were hating on him and lying on him and gave him all kind of issues. He died for them too. Romans. I smell something. It don't, it don't, and that's not me. I don't know what that smell is. Something from outside or something. It's off. All right. Romans ten thirteen says, for whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. Whosoever, whosoever, just like the thief on the cross. Was saved at the last minute. He's part of that whosoever. I'm sure he did some wild stuff. Yeah, he was a thief. I'm sure he did some more wild stuff even before that. So gospels for everybody everybody nobody's excluded romans 10 9 through 10 says that that if we will confess with our mouth that jesus is lord and will believe in our heart that god raised him from the dead we will be saved that's a guarantee as mr uh what's all dude name the lean green the lean mean grilling machine george foreman yeah i guarantee it for with our hearts, we believe that we are now in right standing and righteous with God, not based on anything we've done. He calls our he calls our good works filthy rags, like menstrual pads, used menstrual pads. I hope nobody's offended when I say that, but it's say that's the word. That's the word. That's what it means. And yeah, not by our meditation or our whatever new age way that we have to get to God or the many paths that people say there are. It's like, nah. John 14, 6, 6 says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, yes. With our heart, we now believe that we are in right standing with God based on what Jesus did and Jesus alone. And with our mouth, with our mouths, we confess out loud just like you would um, at a football game or a baseball game when the Cardinals won their 14th, whatever winning streak they're on, on the Chiefs to get their Ws and they lost last week. You yell out loud like, hey, yay, you're excited. You're excited. We won. We won. And you say, hey, just like this, we confess out loud that we are now saved with joy, with excitement. We passed from death to life. So here's my invitation to you. You never asked Jesus into your heart, but you want to do that now? Here's your opportunity. Say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I missed the mark. I know I veered off the path. I know I deserve death. Yes, this sin, missing the mark, deserves to be punished. I deserve to die on that cross instead of you. You didn't deserve to be on there, Jesus. I deserve to be on that. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious, amazing name we pray. Amen. Or as I say in Brazil. Amen. All right, y'all. Have an amazing day. I'll most likely be back 
at whatever time I get done, probably around 11-ish. Because I got... Because I got church in the morning. So I can't be out too late. So, anyway. Y'all have an amazing day. God bless y'all. And uh, I will holler at you later.